think I got the signal back online. Let me see if we have enough power to start the broadcast again. Go ahead and get the other equipment set back up. Yeah, this should be a safe space. Let me see if this thing works. Uh, nothing. Uh, just needs to be plugged back in. Let's see. <laughs> We're in business. Let's see. I'm going to start the boot sequence now. Get ready, we're going live. Yay. Yay, uh -oh. healing. <laughs> yay, yay, for healing. healing. <laughs> yay, yay for healing. Yay for, yay for hey, healing. You guys are kidding it. We only needed the, the hour-long... Uh... It's working. Oof. I don't know. I'm kind of torn as to who all these earworms could be. Okay. Are we guessing all of them or are we guessing one of them? Maybe a song at a time. Yeah, yeah. We'll go one through eight. Okay. Okay. Um so first up was song four. Uh, Billy Joel's Vienna. Mm. Okay. So, should we go around and say who we think the earworm is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start. I thought it was Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I muted myself because I was cracking a can, and that's like podcasting. <laughs> it's just if podcasting 101, you can't mute your, you can't. Crack again on on podcast. Pop a top again. Yeah, uh, I'm going to second that motion and say mm. that that was Stephanie. That is also what I have written down. <laughs> that would be correct. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Uh, if anybody listened to the uh, the rap party episode from episode whatever the last episode of 12. the last season, um, I briefly touched on being engaged at one point in my life, and this song mm. really. Like, it just kind of came upon me at a turning point in my life, and I'm like, I really felt like, welcome to my trauma. Um, but I really felt like I was letting so many people down because I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be married. I didn't want to have that life. And I felt like I was letting the world down. But in reality, like, nothing I have in my life now would be what it is if I hadn't gotten married. Nothing, literally nothing. My life would be completely different. And I feel like eventually, whether I wanted to or not, or whether my intentions were that way or not, I really would have probably lost touch with you guys, lost touch with who I was. I probably would have never become a porn musician. I probably would have never done any of that. But listening to this song, just kind of randomly came upon me. Um, listening to this song was like, everything's going to be okay. You got, there's mm. better things coming. There are things coming that you can't even conceive of. And it's accurate. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I picked this song. Which is on my that's beautiful. Yeah. I, so, really, um, I really agree with that. Because like, um, it's, it's the hard part of reality is that sometimes you have to look back at the things that really caused you a lot of pain and appreciate them. Uh, because without them, 
happening to you, you wouldn't be who you are today. Like, and uh, in that alternate reality, who knows that you would have been as happy as you are now, uh, being who you are. And I'm so happy. My life is so great. Everything not, is so great. But not just that, like, something inside of you didn't feel right, and you fought for yourself, and saying, like, just because I made this decision at this time, I'm choosing a different path, and it's okay to, like, change your mind about the thing yes, that, like, you once thought that you wanted, and then one day you realize, I don't want this, and, like, still being able to make that choice and go forward on that on that path is it's really liberating you know 100 mm-hmm. break and breakups are so just shit and hard and they suck dude there ain't one good yeah, thing about see. it and when you're in it there is not a damn good thing about it and for myself welcome to my channel welcome to my anxiety like i just like i know this does not matter at all but i never wanted a person want a person to be upset with me i just don't i like i can't deal with mm, it yeah and i like the the overwhelming feeling of knowing that this person is going to be like according to him i'm gonna we're gonna be enemies forever uh that was that's and i know it's something i shouldn't have been thinking about i should have been thinking about me but that was so heavy and it took me years to get over um just like and you know i i have no interest in reconnecting with this person or like you know having them in my life but it you know i was crippled with anxiety about it for years mm-hmm. so anyway I, that's, that's a why I picked very this relatable feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I, uh, I, I envy people who are hard. like, yeah, and I envy people who are like, I don't give a shit what people think about me. I care about what everybody thinks about me. Yeah, yeah, too much. Um, I know. So, yeah. anyway, I feel um, that. Yeah, that's, I picked that one special song, um, and Ariana Grande's version is beautiful. You should hear it. Ooh. Great. Mm, I am excited. excited to hear all of those covers. Actually, like mm-hmm. any of those. Artists, I would love to hear sing Billy Joel. That's a good one. That's a good one. Next up, we have Hellbent by Kenna. Uh, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to venture a guess. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm what gonna guess, guess? That, I'm gonna guess that Bradley picked this one. I'm going to second that motion. <laughs> Me too. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't fooling nobody. You as soon as I heard this, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is good. Uh, I had myself written down here, too. <laughs> exactly. When it seemed, the first time I heard this, I was like, what? Is this some new Radiohead out? Is this Radiohead? <laughs> but no, this is Dude Kenna. He's good. Yeah, really yeah, good. Tell us yeah. about him and why you picked this so, song. Yeah. I came across this song on like E-Bombs World or Newfound uh, or Newgrounds. Uh, I'm not sure which one it was, but this video is from another artist called. Uh, his name is Mark Osborne, and it's like his short video, Claymation, um, called More. And somebody on E-Bombs or Newgrounds or whatever it was paired this music video or this video with this song and it fits so well. I had no idea that they weren't related um, for the longest time, but I instantly fell in love with this song um, the moment I heard it. And especially with it being paired to this incredible journey of a, of a video. Um, 
it's lived with me for a long time. It's uh, where I go to, you know, feel better about the world, um, to remind myself um, that it it doesn't matter if you live with your heart on your sleeve. The people that don't understand don't matter, <laughs> essentially. Um, it's a beautiful point. It sounds like when you were listening to this song and when I was listening to this song, we should have been communicating about that in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did by taking shots together and fucking <laughs> headbanging to Drifter. Yeah. yeah. That's what we were doing, essentially, you know? Yeah, I think it's important to, to acknowledge and understand that everyone heals in different ways. Everyone yes. is ready to talk about it at different times. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're not hurting anybody or hurting yourself, I think it's all valid and it all works. Uh, so. It's a very important part of the journey, I feel like. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm the biggest advocate of therapy as a person who spoke to my therapist this morning. I love therapy, but I think, like, like I associate, heal- I was associating for too long healing with guilt or, like, making oh. time. But, like, everyone, every person, every single person, even the four of us on this, we're all healing in different ways, and we're all mm-hmm. healing from something, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't realize it, but the whole first season the whole time capsule like especially the very early years like was very healing for my inner teenager like i never even thought to think about healing my inner teenager like i was i mean because it felt too fresh for such a long time but now that i'm older and thinking back like that kid really needed a hug too (laughs) as much as my inner child did so did my inner teen yeah Okay, the next song is Woods by Bonnie Van. I think Stephanie picked this. <laughs> I had this one as Gracie. Same. Mm. I had this one as Gracie. Okay, it was me. It was you. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. This is a great song. It is. This is another one of those John Ailey's, dude. Like in the morning. Okay, okay. Random as fuck. Just this song just came through the radio and man, man, my heart was swept. Yeah, I just um, recently found out there's a word for songs that give you the chills. It's called Frisian. And, um, yeah, I definitely, like, there's a, a lot of songs that do that for me. I didn't realize, like, not every, it's like a a thing, like, one out of eight people um, experience or something like that. But I definitely get that feeling. And I get that feeling from, from this video. It's very, like you said, vibrationally, like, <laughs> yeah. A, he auto-tuned vibe. it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> auto-tuned right, he auto-tuned right to my feels. He knew what he was doing, that Bonnie Bear. (laughs) I returned to this song a lot. All of the, Mm -hmm. like, the auto-tune, the layers, the harmonies, the echoes. Like, I grew up church girl, you know, and I'm also a classically trained musician, so I get it. You know, like, chorals and, like, uh, choruses, like, in a big church and just the the venue of that, you know, 
the vibrations of that, like, you know, in your body, you can hear stuff like that in popular music, you know, and all kinds of music, actually. Um, but it's that same feeling. And, um, mm. you know, spirituality, um, church, like all these things, this is my journey navigating through all of that in life. Um, it's just been, uh, <laughs> it's just been a journey. I'll just say that, you know, um, yeah. being brought up Catholic and like the trauma of that even, you know, and processing that, um, has definitely been a part of like my mental health journey, you know? Um, I like so, the words too. Go ahead. Gracie, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I like the word that you used, that vibrations of it. Yeah. And it definitely, like, as a working through a recovering Catholic kid as well, like, it's very, very that. It's very feels in that way. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, it feels very intimate, right? Like, if you were just to sit with it, like, it's just that intimate feeling of, like, whoa. Like, what is happening inside my body? Like, there's some type of, like, connection. I feel connected to everything. It's transcendent. It's source. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what I've, or the language that I'm using these days. It's like, you know, this is, there's something bigger than me. You know, it's not about whatever formalized religion, how they defined it in their doctrine or whatever. It's like, it's an energy, you know? And um, to realign with that, especially when we're talking in terms of mental health where you feel kind of detached or like lost or confused or scared you know um a lot of for a lot of people it is religion and they're looking for something you know like that to reconnect you know and uh, yeah it's just this song in different in different contexts of my life in different challenges you know where i feel detached you know um this is one of the songs that can kind of pull me back so, recalibrate you yeah yeah you know and then um i always like like i remember like one distinct memory is uh driving out of marvel from our trip like whenever we took that friend trip out there um and we were leaving and um i was driving with you know uh, one of my exes you know was, you know a really dear friend um and i still very much respect to this day even though we're not um connected you know um and yeah it was kind of like the tail end of our relationship there you know and driving out of the desert and i don't know something happened with the weather it was like you know kind of sunny and all of a sudden this rain shower comes in and this song is just like blaring out and it was just there was nothing to say you know but it was like peace and like just like i don't know like acceptance and like respect you know so it was a healing you know that kind of thing yeah. Like a, yeah. Uh, the the end of a of a good book. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I guess I honestly don't know what gave this there. away though. I was really hoping that this wasn't gonna be the first song selection of mine because I knew it was gonna give it away like right off the bat. No shit, Zeph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Who should I Damn. pick for this one? Damn. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, it's a great song. Though. Yeah, great I love thing it. to talk about as well. I mean, yeah. especially yes. around mental health. 
growing up with like emotionally <laughs> immature parents, um, there was just this kind of sense of like, I've always kind of been like an outsider, like the black sheep of the family, like not really feeling like connected within like my family and home. And so when I heard it was like, oh my God, who are these people? Like it was like <laughs> an instant like connection. And, you know, obviously growing up in Los Angeles, it was like the holy grail of dance, electronic music, like mm. the mm. most amazing DJs coming through and was out here like all the time and I was going to all the shows and just meeting like really incredible people, you know, like that's wow. how I met Jason and Tito was like through and a lot of like my really close friends I've met through traveling all over the world and like just connecting like with these like amazing human beings who just kind of have like a, a similar story or or just connecting to the music because it just makes you feel good and you're partying with your friends and they just have like this real like love message like it's just mm -hmm. nothing but like positive vibes and like love and yes. it was something that I really like needed at that moment in my life it was just like connecting with people and really feeling like I belong somewhere you know like just meeting yes. people who right off the bat that are just like oh my god I love you like you love <laughs> like let's become friends and you're like okay oh, like yeah. you know it's like That's a warm good. you have hug. to have that yeah. yeah. Dear listeners, to know Zephyr is to know that Zephyr loves. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, like, and, and, and when I, when she says she's been all over the world to see them, this person has literally been all over the world to see this group. So yeah. I knew right away, but it's totally like I yeah. feel like there's so much there's so much to say about finding your chosen family, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And I, I love this for you. I love that, you know, and I always kind of wanted to know more about this and uh, back to the conversation about this podcast, bringing us closer together. Yeah. I know that you love this. I know that you love this, but I just didn't know the why. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think yeah. all of us can relate to feeling I definitely am the blessed of my family. No, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've talked to you about things similar before, and I definitely feel like we're like twin souls on some level. Like, yes. When it yes. comes to the experiences we've had, um, every time you talk about, um, you know, the deeper side of, of where we came from, uh, we definitely share a lot of stories. Yeah. And, like going and I agree. It was really nice. For me, it was like a, it was a different genre, but I'm mm -hmm. like, I can see the parallel here where like, uh, you, you found, uh, music led the way to, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, better people and better times and like the like obsession level <laughs> is kind of you know when someone kind of matches that energy you're just like okay i don't feel like too crazy like i'm not the only one you know <laughs> at least i'm not that but... person <laughs> <laughs> but you well, know it's point. like it's it's just kind of i don't know i feel like the obsession part kind of like like we've met them like i've got to meet them a bunch mm -hmm. of times like my name is on the we are all you need um album cover 
So it's like a bunch oh, of wow. names on a hand and like my name like landed on a, this cover. It's kind of like one day I woke up and everyone's like, your name is on the cover. And I was like, what? Like I didn't even do anything. But just being like so committed to these like DJs, it was just like, all right. Like I feel kind of special. That. That's awesome. <laughs> that is. You should feel special. That is yeah. incredible. I had this and this could be totally wrong, but I had this as Gracie. Hmm. Me too. Ooh. Oh dang! I, I have had, this as I, Bradley. I have it as Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Earworm? It was me. Step forward. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. You said you had this crazy. I did. I love the lo-fi moment. I love this song, and it's such a great, like, the intro is really what caught me. I was disassociating. I was, uh, <laughs> I was not paying attention. And, um, I was just, like, I think I was driving, honestly. And, uh, I had, uh, like, a Spotify radio station based off the song. And, uh, I was stuck in my head. I was thinking about a bunch of shit I didn't feel like thinking about. And, uh, the song comes on in the intro. Is like a layers of um, internal monologue, um, all like falling on top of each other until it, you know, pans to the vocal saying, "Are you even listening to me?" Mm. <laughs> I was like, "Shit." <laughs> That, that sentiment reminds me of like, are you ever in your car driving to a place and you get so you like you're physically there and your eyes are on the road and you're paying attention but you are so in your head you don't realize how you got from one space to another space. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've that's heard scary. that's a thing. No, I, it is. I've never had that happen, but uh, I've heard of that happening. I've had that happen while I was uh, inebriated. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole point of getting inebriated. Quite a few you go times. From point A to point B. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. This whole point is to wake up the next day and be like, oh, that's over. Yeah. <laughs> Made it through well, another night. Well, some for some, in some cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm never doing like, that again. I like how tomorrow. the dog is just like, what up, guys? All up in the mix. Yeah. I know. That's a solid dog actor right there. Yeah. Yeah, this song's really, really cool. Yeah, I love it. I dig it. I, I do that. I didn't realize that wasn't a normal thing either. But like, for me, if I'm either if I'm not actively working on something, my mind is thinking about a million different things all at the same time. And uh, I didn't realize that that was abnormal until recently. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this song definitely helps me. Okay. That's yeah, going on a that's going on a playlist for sure. <laughs> I think who picked the Daft Punk? This is Gracie's. <laughs> I I also had this down for Gracie. Um, let me see. Let me refer to my notes here. Mm. <laughs> Check notes. <laughs> Check notes. Gracie. Yeah, I think this was Gracie. <laughs> Check notes, Gracie. <laughs> but I also had that yeah. for the last one, so I could be wrong. Yeah. Last one yeah. was yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. me. Uh, <laughs> Good this came out in 2013. 
2013 was a very hard year for me. Um, hmm. Yeah, the specific moment, mental health-wise, for the song is probably like the very first time that I felt like I really hit like a rock bottom, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure I was on like a 30-day bender uh, over crap. that. Maybe probably like, you know, 40-day bender <laughs> uh, through Coachella. <laughs> I remember like going to Coachella mm. and like just way too like, you know, uh, took too much type of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. continue that back in Austin and it was like a month after that um yeah I was uh leaving work like downtown Austin it was like the middle of the afternoon and um I guess I started to really notice like a physical like like nervous breakdown type of effect Mm -hmm. and like I was ignoring a lot of shit you know just you know medicating self-medicating and um yeah, like, I had to pull over off the side of the road. Like, I was like, I don't know. just felt like I just couldn't, like, I needed to stop driving because I couldn't handle myself. And it was really yeah. scary. Like, I'd never had that um, experience before, that type of overwhelming panic attack, anxiety, nervous breakdown type of situation. And I was alone. Um, and it was pretty extreme. Like, I, like, you know, never thought that, like, I would ever need to or, like, never wanted to, like, you know, reach out to friends, like, for that, you know, like, with that situation, it just felt like this is way too much of a burden, like, for anybody, and I don't even know the thoughts that are kind of running through my head right now, and, like, you know, it was, like, that moment, like, I I called, like, a suicide hotline, like, I'd never done that before, you know, and, like, um, yeah, I, some kind soul on the other, you know, line, like, they really, like, helped me to kind of, you know, you can take the next step, and, call some family, you know, like, you know, just talk to somebody you confide in and, you know, see if you can go and be with them and, you know, try and get your thoughts together and, um, you know, come up with a plan to kind of rest because it sounds like you rest, like more than anything right now. Rest here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just started like that. Um, kind of like, okay, you've already hit the rock bottom. There's nowhere to go but up, you know, from here. Exactly. And had just released their album, like this album. And as corny as it is, like, yeah, I'm going to say the album kind of saved my life, you know, like, because I needed a hope. I needed something. And of course, loving to put to that point and just looking for something to grasp to, like, just, oh, get yeah. me out of this, you know? This song is in the middle of the album, and it's a journey. Like, as you can mm-hmm. hear, it goes through all kinds of different genres, and then it's this chant at the end that they're singing right now. And so, like, it just repeats that over and over again, and I was just, can you imagine just being like, oh my god, at your lowest low, and just hearing that, you know, it's like yeah. a warm blanket, you know, or like, you know, some motherly embrace that you need to be cradled like a baby in, you know? It's the like, universe. Yeah, exactly. It was just the essential hope that, like, was needed at that time. So, um, this is the song that I wanted to share. When I think of mental health, for me, in my journey, this is pivotal. Like, middle of the album, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, it's it's turned up from here. Like, you can do this, you know, you can keep going and figure it out. I resonate with that so much, yeah. (laughs) That was interesting. Yeah. 
I feel like I just barely got over my hump. Like the last three years have probably been the hardest three years of my life, especially in your 30s, you know, when you feel like you're supposed to have so much figured out. And the universe was like, all right, Zafra, like you've been really like digging into like mental health and all this stuff. Like, let's see if you can really like put it to work and surrendering. Like, that is, like, the hardest fucking thing to have to do in a lifetime. Like, completely just, like, all right, I give up. Like, whatever is meant to be will present itself, and everything that's not supposed to be in your life will slowly go away, and slowly but surely it, like, all came to fruition. But, like, trying to, like, not grasp onto things and just feel completely out of control like you're just like what is right. happening you like you can't control <laughs> yeah. yeah you can it always is. control it so always much. has been mm-hmm. yeah and then i think that's the problem most of us we're not told early enough that mm-hmm. life is about knowing when to let go and when to hold on yep. and that's pretty much if you if you can figure that out you you're going to you're going to be good but up until the time you figure that out life is really rough because you you're trying to tame a, a you know a rodeo bull is what it feels yep. like like <laughs> you're you're on the back of this wild ride and you're trying to to steer it in a certain way but it's going to take you wherever you were meant to go yeah it's like a and, trust uh, you know it's like you have to trust in the universe that like you know hey like you're you're going to be taken care of you know and not only that but it's like learning to like trust yourself Mm -hmm. you know it's like trust your instinct and trust that you know you can take care of yourself you know you can make decisions for yourself and if you fail you can uh learn from that and you can yeah there's a reason probably Yeah, thanks yeah. for sharing yeah. that, Gracie. I know that's Thank a you. very hard subject to, yeah. to talk about, but I'm really Absolutely. happy that you listened to yourself and reached out for the help that you needed because, you know, right. you're here yeah. and you're needed. Right. You're thriving. You're Thank thriving. Yeah. <laughs> the show wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all so much. Don't y'all are part, very much a part of my here. healing, too, so. Yay! Healing. Yay, yay for healing. Yay, yay for healing. Yay for, yay for hey, healing. You guys are kidding it. We only needed the the hour long uh, bullshit warm up to get. Yay the for healing. Show. Yay for feelings. Uh, it's working. I I admittedly started therapy way too late in my life, and I'll talk more about that later. But the the first time I called a therapist, it was during the pandemic. It was um, in the middle of the night, and they, the, the person I spoke to, I talked to them for two and a half hours, and I cried for like two hours and 15 minutes of that, but they told me three things that I will never, ever forget, and like, it, it just, it's a mantra, and like, thank God that we are in an era where you can call someone and work to heal your heart, your mind, you know what I mean, like you can, there's a person you can call. Anyway, it's never been that, more needed. <laughs> right. My my regular therapist is a dream, and I love them. But the the, the first person I talked to, and, and I was definitely in crisis mode and needed to just hear these things, were 
you never have to do the it's today is the worst day of your life you never have to do this day ever again you never have to go through this day if this is the if this is your breaking point you don't have to do this ever again you're already talking to somebody um you it's it is very easy to feel lonely but you are not if you are any kind of functioning person who has a family or who has a chosen family you're never alone you can be lonely yeah. and i've definitely spiraled down into my loneliness but um mm-hmm. you're never alone yeah, yeah. That's true. and then and then you know I, i've already talked touched on like my self-anxiety with just like people if i don't talk to you guys for long periods of time i started to think that you're mad at me no. i don't know why i don't I know why you, stephanie <laughs> but thank you i love you too but the my therapist is like anytime you feel that anytime you feel like someone's mad at you you need to ask yourself who told you that where did you hear that? Yeah. And if you heard it that from nowhere, then question. it's nothing. Mm-hmm. If you heard it from nowhere, then you invented this. So right. anyway, all that to say, and I extend this to you, all the three of you and all of our friend group. You may be lonely and I know deeply what it is to feel lonely, mm-hmm. but yeah. you're never alone. Yeah. You're exactly. never, you never are alone. So I, I, Gracie gave me the chills. You came yeah. to the fields, but I, I, I certainly know what it is to be like, feel like you're lonely and, you know, oh, feel like gosh. you, I got I'm yeah. in your car. Like I have nowhere to go. I have nothing. I yeah. have nothing right now. Mm-hmm. So I know it. For me. I know who picked this one. I know who picked this one. I'm going to say, it's, I'm going to go with Zephyr. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let me refer to it. Yeah. I had Zephyr too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Ain't full of nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did throw a Tame Impala song in there, and I was hoping it would get cho- chosen. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang but it! Sorry. The two, the two giveaways, though. <laughs> the robot decided. Like the song this is a good so song, amazing. Yeah, it should play on forever and ever. <laughs> it should. <laughs> what were the three words? I think like dance, freedom, dance. letting go, and freedom, letting go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This but is yeah, the best just, kind of music to do that too. Yeah. It is like again touching back on like this just being the most wildest ride of my life. Um, you know, heading back home after the pandemic, it was just like mm. there was just a lot happening, and I don't. I think I was just pushing a lot of my feelings down for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And I had to make so many hard decisions, especially like hard boundaries within my family. Like I don't really talk to my mom anymore. And that was probably like the hardest thing I could have ever done. But it just wasn't like, it wasn't a healthy relationship. You know, it was very toxic. It was like, yeah. Stunting my growth, I just felt like extremely like trapped and guilty in a way. Like my life was booming. I was in Austin and like she had no care in the world like where I was, like where I was living and it hurt deeply, you know? And it does. I, I I pushed those feelings down like a lot and then when I came back home it was like I was trying to feel something and I and I I couldn't like really ignite it. So like <laughs> I went to Joshua Tree and I did a lot of research with a lot of intention and I shroomed by myself. And <laughs> research. Like no, I no, researched. Yeah. I had like research. teas, oh, I had so water cups like all over the house. Yeah. I had a journal, like I, I wrote down exactly what it was I was trying to like pinpoint and 
spring out and it was just hurt. Like that feeling of hurt that you don't want to feel and you like suppress right. and suppress until Absolutely. something starts happening and you're like, what is this like nagging feeling that's like in my body? And it's a thorn. Yeah, it's a yeah. thorn in your side. Yeah. You have and, to name it. And I just cried. I just released a lot of like the hurt that I was holding on to and mm -hmm. Fast forward, this song came out, um, Fred Again's Boiler Room set, and this song came on, and it just, like, I don't know, it was just, like, in this funk, but when I heard this song, it just, like, brought me out, and it was, like, you know what, like, past is in the past, like, it's all about, like, paving a new road, and just nice. living and appreciating and having gratitude for the journey that I've been on up until this point, but it's like time to get like Zephyr back, you know? Yeah. 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 As a child, no one's teaching you how to like process these like big emotions right. and, and traumatic stuff is happening constantly. You're just like, what the f like what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Like where am I? Am I safe? And so like regulating your nervous system as an adult is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Girl. I agree. Wow. I agree. As a I, again, like I, I relate to this uh, very closely. I, I got sent to the school counselor in like first grade because I would, I would, like the teacher would find me just like crying at my desk, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of stuff I had to cry about. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I, I just didn't, yeah, I didn't understand how to feel my own emotions for a long, long time. Until I was uh, in my early 20s, really. Uh, I didn't realize that it was something I needed to do. I'd always just stuck them down. They were background noise, you know? Um, yeah. uh, that's the way I was told to do it. But it always rears its head, you know? It's yeah. always kind of rears Yeah. The worst or most triggering response for me from adults in my life who ever have a long story close relationship with my family but when they're like you just need to take a nap or you just need to go to church or you just need to not you need to not yeah. don't think about that are you fucking kidding me don't think about that um so and Ow. only gets yeah how, okay okay <laughs> you look at him and you're like okay and then you like blink you're like okay i feel better now that's a very immature uh way of, of trying to deal with it like it was very old school you know like you weren't <laughs> parents people like especially young moms when you needed the help the most like my mom had me when she was 19 yeah. they were the like they weren't given the space like you need to be a mom now Don't, how you feel doesn't matter yeah. you know so yeah i mean my mom was a kid herself i got it and, and that's something i learned yeah. along the way is like i mm -hmm. i i can't blame her like there's yeah. no reason to blame my parents for what was going on they I was, Oof. I shouldn't have been here. <laughs> I'm still working through that. I'm still working through that. I mean, the, yeah. the realization when you're like, in, you know, I'm in a different place with my forgiveness of my mom and my parents are great, but forgiveness of my family. And like, when you realize that your parents are just adults who are trying to adult just like you <laughs> yeah. and the choices that they made are the choices that they made. And I don't, you know, like it's, it's so much. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I obviously see my parents for, as human beings and I understand like, their upbringing and stuff, but we're much older and I feel like now you have a choice, you know? Like, yeah. 
Absolutely. Do you want to have a relationship? Like, what is healthy? And kind of working through that with your parents. Like, I came in like a wrecking ball. My dad, like, <laughs> I was like, you and me, like, we need to fix this. Like, so many years have gone by with us not really having a relationship. Like. I need you. Like I need somebody. You know. Like I'm going that, through such that, a difficult time. That so, wild yeah. moment when you start to talk to your parent, like your your parents, like they're the gold. My ex boyfriend, my most recent ex boyfriend, I had many. My most recent ex boyfriend. <laughs> um, we were driving home from an event one time, and he was like, you know, I was about 23 years old, and I realized my mom didn't know everything, and I was like. I don't think I don't. I think I was today years old when I realized that my mom didn't. Know <laughs> but it's a it's a wild thing when you find like you talk to your parents like adults or be yeah. like I need you. This is what I need from you. you know? I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, was like, I think I was 48. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 30. I'm 37 now. So, anyway. But it's I, true. Like uh, it's a hard. And that is a very hard place to go. And I, I struggle with that to this day too. Like my, you know, both my mom and my real dad, um, it just, I don't know, it, it still hurts me, honestly, to think that they would not want to give the grandparent experience to my two darling children. Yeah. (laughs) They're darling. Oh my gosh. And, uh, I just, for me, it hurt, it hurt me really bad a, a few, a bunch of years back. To think that, because um, my dad has been very absent in my life, and I'm I'm okay with that. I don't really care at this point. Um, and I guess I stopped caring a long time ago. But to think that, um, you know, he would text me and want pictures of of my kids, and but not engage. You know, like yeah, um, that's so hard. This like... is a hard thing for me to mm-hmm. accept. Um, yeah. Yeah. To not just miss out on one life, but two yeah. whole lives. That, and when we first had Evie, um, and now three, like, I just, I don't know. At some point, you can't keep making excuses for people, and you really just have to call them out, you know? Drum roll, <laughs> please. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I gotta find a fix for that. Maybe I don't. I'll we'll try and act like with the trivia questions, like, oh, I don't know the answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Sometimes we got to play games to talk about our feelings. Who did this? I could not guess. <laughs> I think this There's only one person Stephanie. left. Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. The jury's Check in. Note. The jury has decided. I'm voted off the island with this shit. It's a unanimous decision. (laughs) I like you a lot. Oh my gosh. Well, if you and for anyone who's never heard this song before, it is a song. It's by Lady Gaga. It's called Joanne. It is. It is about her aunt Joanne, who passed away, um, died of lupus when she was 19 years old. It's a. It's like if you read the the heavy part of it, like her aunt died of complications from lupus that were brought on or were made worse by a sexual assault she experienced. Oh no! Really heavy. Wow. Yeah, really heavy, really tough. And um, it's in her documentary Five Foot Eleven. I know a lot about Lady Gaga. Um, it's in her documentary <laughs> Five Foot Eleven, where she and she when she plays the song for her grandmother, the grandmother is just kind of so speaking of disassociation. She's like, that was a long time ago. I don't think about it anymore, which is wow. so. 
cruel. I felt, like, I felt like it was so, I felt and she was like, could, knowing this thing about your family and caring about it so much that you would write a song about it and put it on an album and you're fucking Lady Gaga and you have to have your grandmother be like, I don't really think about that anymore. I just felt like it was a really awkward slash like thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and fear, like, I don't, and I've never, admittedly never experienced a loss like that, but I think that's the kind of thing you never stop thinking about. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's just how you can help some people cope with that, that kind sure. of stuff though too especially when we're talking about like older generations who yeah. weren't like accustomed to talking about their feelings to process yeah. these mm-hmm. things in healthy mm-hmm. ways you know it's like yeah disassociating and acting like you don't care right. you know or to avoid even the guilt of it like you know whatever yeah. that is I think that's a way that they learn to cope, you know? Well, yeah, and it manifests itself in different ways. Yeah. If it's Whether it's addiction or, you know, uh, some kind of weird social disorder, mental disorder, yeah. like um, trying to stuff down those feelings, it's yeah. going to it's gonna come out in some way or another. Whether I mean, some, some people um, translate it to art, and, uh, and it becomes a beautiful thing. Um, so yeah. if you, I mean, if you're dealing with it, it's, you know, there's a good side to be able to, to recognize I, it and translate it. Well, I translated this song in a very different way. So I, I can quantifiably say after going through all the years of my life and being 37 years old, 2017 was the absolute worst and best year of my entire life. Mm. Um, it was the year that I had the breakup of a lifetime. Um, but also, it was the year that my son was born. At the end of the at the end of this rainbow, I got my little boy, and I remember being so pregnant. And like you know, it, it's no secret to this group or in I'm um, sure you're on fucking podcast now. But I <laughs> went through much of my, almost all of my pregnancy just by myself. Like I, you know, y'all were there, and I, you know, I, like I said on the last episode. I always, in my mind, when I feel at my loneliest, I'm like, well, Bradley and Crystal are never going to be let me be by myself. Gracie's never going to let me be by myself. They're not, I'm no one's. My my people are never gonna let me be alone. No, absolutely. But, yeah, like they're never gonna. No one's ever just gonna let me die on a mattress, and not know where I am for four days. <laughs> Which is my big fear. But anyway, all that to say, it was I was alone. I was lonely, but I was never alone. And I, as selfish as this seems, one of the things I was most concerned about was my business and my band, and how much of myself would I be going back to after I had my baby? How much could I do? Is my baby going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? Am I going to want to leave to still play shows and do all this stuff? And the chorus of the song is so silly, so meta. But like, where do you think you're going? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so I was like, Yeah, that had just had ran to, during your story there. Yeah, I had to kind of check myself and be like, you, you have so much to come back to. You have so much to be looking forward to. You are not alone. This little boy That's needs right. you. Your boy needs you. Your family needs you. Your friends need you. You have purpose in this life. And don't forget that. Don't you know? I had to kind of check myself so many times while I was pregnant, and even like when it's wild to sorry, sorry, I'm first fucking fucking person crying. You don't need to apologize. (laughs) No. Do not apologize for crying. It is okay to cry. I will cry with you. Like at my worst, the 2017, I was at my worst and my best. Um, Mm. because after the little boy came, I'm like, I have everything to live for. I have everything to be present for. He's, he yep. needs me, and he's the best thing I ever did, um, and he's here, and he's, like, you know, he, I'm so impressed by his ability to hold me accountable, 
um, <laughs> because he doesn't forget anything. You know what I mean? Like he remembers <laughs> exactly. things. He remembers things that I pro- over the weekend he'll remember things that I promised him he could do when he came back home after being with his dad. <laughs> and his, you know, his dad and I are co-parenting. We're in a we're, you know things have gotten significantly better. Thank God, yeah. Thank God, because it was the worst. I mean, I remember like going with you guys and being like, "Can you believe he said this? Can you believe this is what's happening right now?" And we've grown, and I needed to be physically present in here for that to happen. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember listening, to, like listening to the song on repeat, coming home from work, coming home from whatever, just like getting my house ready for my baby, and now he's here, and I, you know, like a fucking phoenix from the ashes, we've risen, and we're this. This is the we're listening to the best. It's the best. That's but right. I had to go through that to see it. You know. I don't know. I'm just so happy I, I met y'all and I'm in this group. I remember moving to Austin and meeting everybody and just like, wow, this at first it was a lot, like, especially with Tito <laughs> causing all the ruckus Girl. and like, just being like, what is happening? But like, when Not is our best first impression? But, uh... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like, it's like, but if you can't handle me. him, you can't handle the rest of us. If you, can't, if you can't handle us at our Tito, you can handle us at our Crystal. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you can't love us at our Tito, you don't deserve us at our Crystal. Our you have to be. God, you have to so be open good. to to taking knocks on your door at six thirty in the morning. Oh my God! I trust. I've I've had lots of Tito experiences. I'm an expert now. <laughs> yep. Oh, bless you, bless but you, just, like just thinking, learn, like of all fast. this shit that we've been through in such a yeah. short period of time, <laughs> like it's crazy. Eventful. Yeah, but I'm like very watching grateful you to guys. Have you would be yeah addition to this group because um, yeah, yeah, you're you're also a very strong um, part of the group. Like it's it's always um, it's always good to experience. Um, what Zephyr has to say because it's yeah. exactly yeah like I, I told to you like your so. energy is just so welcomed mm-hmm. and just fits Aww. into this space it's yeah perfect absolutely mm-hmm. Zenfra. Zenfra. Zenfra Zenfra I know I love that it's so perfect <laughs> <laughs> Yay. oh my gosh well I I was second and third that like is Zephyr you're such a fresh of fresh air and like Aww. always have such a great perspective and you know i First time, it's your first time on the pod, but yeah. um, and I know we we unfortunately don't get to talk all the time, but like it's always nice to. No, I know hear, when you texted me the other day, it like made my day. <laughs> I was like, Stephanie texted me today. I haven't talked to her forever. Like yeah. it was just like, oh, thank you for thinking of me and like sharing like your news. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a fun thing I'm doing in November that I went to Instagram. I'm like, who follows this person? And then I I sent it to Zephyr. I'm like, can you believe this? This is amazing. <laughs> um, anyway um but i know i think that it, like i like i always say this podcast brings us closer together and you know we learn a little bit more about each other all the time and i'm so thankful to bradley and crazy gracie yeah, for doing crazy seriously crazy 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 <laughs> <Gracie. Circle Gracie. laughs> that's right well thank you guys so much for joining Yay. us oh um, can i do a, can i do a plug at one of our, yes. uh, something awesome that one yes. of our friends did if you guys want to come see the band that we're playing July 10th in Dallas and July 22nd in San Antonio, come see us. All right, okay. all right. But nice. I, I'm I'm okay. sharing it because I just got it today. Um, Brian oh. Soria, who's our episode was episode. Mm, he did 2006. Yeah, 2006. Yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, wrote a book, and we got our copy today. 
Oh, oh yes. I love so, that. Yeah, it's so awesome. And he, I don't know if he'll do this for everybody, because but we're special. Um, he <laughs> made, made Andy a little spooky troops badge with his name on it. Oh, oh my so, God, that's adorable. Gosh. Yeah. So love that. Go get that. Uh, go get the book. It's on Kindle. Okay. It's in paper book right now. Go to his website. It's awesome. We love it. And it's like the mm. whole message is to be kind at the end, which is so sweet. Oh, um, I love that. If you have not gotten the book, please get the book. It's awesome. I'm going to go get the book right now, actually. Yeah. Yes. I've heard good reviews. Uh, so really I think fun. Angel and Sarah got it for yep. the girls Sarah, well. has, Sarah has one for the girls and one for the library. So. Mm. Oh, nice. nice. Perfect. We just, ours just came in today and it has a cute little sticker and all that fun stuff. And like a little figurine. It's so cute. You guys get it. Yes. Awesome. We're special. I don't know if he's going to put that. that. I don't know if he's going to yeah. put all that in y'all's package, but we're special. So he put that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have my people talk to his people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. I'm excited to get that from all of my nieces and nephews. And great. Great yes. nieces and great nephews. Can you believe what? that? That's crazy. What? I know. Oh, crap, dude. I know. Your nephews Wait. have kids? Yes. That's yes. wild style. My niece just had her second baby today. Yeah. Whoa. Happy birthday to the baby. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow, I can't even day. count how many of them I have now. Oh, so. my gosh. Wild. Yeah. Wait a well, second. I don't want to feel well, old. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all again, everybody. Um, thank you. Love you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. Good, good episode. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Health. Yes. <laughs> Congrats on season two. Congrats on season two. It's wonderful. We love it. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. You have 11 messages. pleasures of tubular bells or take a trip into the unknown with the X-Files theme no other collection gives you the feeling of pure moods to order pure moods call the number on your screen or send check or money order for the amount shown plus shipping and handling rush delivery available call now